0: right now we've got uh, on the line a salon owner locally, uh, Riley Craig Schaefer. She is the uh, owner and operator of um, uh, Bow & Arrow Salon. Uh, Did I get that right, Riley?
1: Yes, you sure did.
0: So you've been in business for uh, several years now. Um, You were told to close, essentially. Uh, Were you one of the salons that closed before the stay-home orders actually kicked in?
1: Yeah, actually, we've been open for three years now, and we closed before. I just did it out of safety for our consumers and ourselves and my employees, Um, so we were the first salon in Springfield to close.
0: And uh, you've been uh, abiding by the um, uh, stay-at-home orders, but uh, you've also taken uh, some legal action against the governor. Uh, Tell us about that. how did you get involved, and um, what are you hoping to achieve there?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I just got a little bit fed up. Um, I felt like you know, we, we were told May 1st, so I feel like we've all abided by the orders, And when it keeps getting drug out, it's, it's affecting my business. It's hurting my business and my employees. And at the end of the day, we want to be able to feed our families. And, you know, when they're not offering unemployment and not helping people, then that's not really fair. And they keep making all of these promises to other, you know, salon owners or independent contractors within our industry And really, I'm not just fighting for myself. I'm fighting for every other small business owner, salon owner, or hairstylist. I filed lawsuit because I felt like it was necessary and I wanted to stand up for my my rights. It's unconstitutional and unlawful. And I thought enough is enough.
2: Riley, Craig Schaefer is with us, a stylist at Bow & Arrow Solana, News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Now, Riley, you mentioned the lawsuit and, and the fact that uh, you're going, and we just talked to Stuart a little bit, Stuart Kahn with Abe's Hideout, talking about the lack of communication. Has that been your experience, too, as far as communications with the, the governor's office or with anybody?
1: Absolutely. There is no communication at all, and I feel like that's why everyone's getting a little tipped off and everyone's starting to file suits and people are frustrated is because nobody's really getting told anything. And if if we do get told anything at all, it's the whole phase three. Well, you know, I just feel like he's going to change that. Like there's no proper communication throughout this and that's wrong.
2: What preparations are you making as far as a stylist goes to, 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 you know, once you guys open up, what, what kind of changes do you see coming in your business?
1: Yeah, we actually don't need any plexiglass or anything like that because our stations are more than six feet apart so we've planned all of that out on how we're going to properly do that and not be close working next to each other every single guest that walks in our door for an appointment will have to wash their hands we'll have gloves and masks available for them Um, we have epa um, disinfectant at our stations that we are going to be able to wipe down and we're going to take 20 minutes in between each guest to make sure that we're sanitizing things properly um, paper towels in the bathrooms instead of hand towels, things like that. So um, make sure that we are taking every precaution, and we also need to be respecting other people who, you know, are maybe at higher risk.
0: Riley, uh, this has been two months now. Um, talk a bit about the um, financial toll on uh, not just you, but uh, you know, your your employees there at the salon. Uh, how have they been able to to manage these past two months? Without having income,
1: yeah, absolutely. We actually did get approved for the PPP, which is really nice. Um, we're all forever, you know, grateful for that. However, you know, it's it's hard. They're not make they weren't making what they were at the salon. Uh, I know that the past two months, just between two full time stylists and one who is building, we have lost out on eighty thousand dollars of revenue, um, and that's a lot for a small business, and that is a lot. For um, two full-time stylists who work about three or four days a week, um, so it's taking a toll on us. You know, we have things that we have wanted to do—educational classes we've wanted to take, um, we've wanted to do things differently within the salon—and we can't do that. And and now I'm here spending thousands of dollars on PPE.
0: We're talking with Riley uh, Craig Schaefer, bow and arrow salon, filing a lawsuit against the governor's stay-at-home orders that have been extended multiple times here. Uh, and Riley, uh, we we had news late Friday and into the weekend that the governor filed emergency rules to essentially um, file charges against uh, business owners that operate outside of the governor's orders. And those charges could lead to Class A misdemeanor, which is a $2,500 fine and up to a year in jail uh, what's your reaction to that? Uh, and have you been opening uh, and operating uh, in this time at all?
1: Yeah, I think it's a little bogus. Um, I'm going to be upfront and honest. I'm a very blunt person. When I heard, I got the call from the news, and they asked me to do the breaking story on it, and I was a little frustrated. Um, how is it that I am trying to keep my business survive, surviving and myself surviving, and me and my employees are just trying to feed our families at the end of the day? And our governor can let people out of prison. My husband works at a prison and you're going to let people out of prison to put business owners, ones who are giving money to your community, letting things stay locally and trying to feed their families at the end of the day. You're going to throw them in jail for 364 days. That is wrong on every level. And that is what drives people out of the state. And I have said it before, and I'll say it again, if it gets to that point or if I, you know, am not able to open, then I will absolutely pick my stuff up and I will leave the state to go to a more small business friendly state. Um, that's just the point that it's come down to. And that's sad. But yes, we actually, um, you know, we got our letters sent out to the Illinois Department of Public Health, state's attorney, local law enforcement. Everyone failed to respond within the 48-hour time frame, so we're working at our leisure, and we are open, and we're operating, and we're taking by appointment only, and kind of just working here and there when we want.
0: Yeah, and what you're talking about there is the 48 hours of due process, right? I mean, because you haven't, eh, well, let me ask, I don't know. Uh, Have you received any notification from any public health authorities, be it the county, be it the states, with like a cease and and desist order uh, telling you you guys to close?
1: I have not received one single thing
0: at all. So ultimately, you're seeming to um, flex that, that due process muscle, right? I mean, the 48 hours, uh, typically with uh, with any kind of isolation order or a quarantine order or a shutdown order, uh, a business or an individual is is supposed to, at least in this country, we're supposed to have some kind of due process rights. You, you feel you haven't been granted that due process. Is that right?
1: Absolutely.
2: How do you answer, Riley, to people that would say that what you're doing is very dangerous and could be spreading COVID-19?
1: What I have to say about that is that I have major health issues, and I have since I was a little girl. And I continue to fight for my health every single day against the doctors. And I have never once lived my life in fear, thinking that what I have, which is a very rare condition that it is going to kill me, that I won't get to live my purpose, and I won't get to wake up tomorrow doing what I love to do. So it's the same exact thing. Why are we living our lives in fear? Yes, take the precautions just like I do with my health. But if you're taking the precautions and you're doing the right things, there is no worry in the world. Everyone needs to stop living in fear. And also... I haven't really had anyone maybe maybe they're talking behind my back and not to me about me being, you know, a little dangerous. That's fine. People have their own opinions and to me their opinions really don't matter. At the end of the day, I wanna know those ones who are talking, are are you a business owner? Why aren't if you are, then why aren't you fighting for what you have built? What you have built took time, money, energy and you're not fighting for it. That to me is insane.
0: Riley, uh, I don't know your politics, um, but uh, there is uh, seemingly a, a political divide here. Um, do you think that this is political at all uh, when it comes to you know who wants to open and who wants to stay closed, and uh, just you know all of the the workings that are that you've seen in the past uh, couple of weeks here? Um, what's your thought about uh, those who say, "Well, this is all turning political"?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I have been telling people for the past three weeks that I feel like this is just all political at this point. Um, I was talking to a friend yesterday, and she was having to explain to her friend that this is my political standpoint on it. This, my business is getting political. Um, so yeah, absolutely. I do think it's getting political. I don't really know much about politics, but I can tell you I know a whole lot more now after all of this from what I see on Facebook, what people are telling me. Um, I feel like I know everything now just because I I can look and I know that this is all a political game.
2: Riley Craig Schaefer, owner of Bow & Arrow Salon, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much for having me on. I do appreciate you.